Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? Hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stu Potty. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Billy, this is an odd place to uh, start the the podcast here, but what is going on with you and Horford? Like, why are you railing against them? I mean, by the way, happy football, guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have a great episode of God Bless Football that's coming out. We have an episode with Vernon Davis on stupidity today. We had so much football, we couldn't fit it all into God Bless Football, so we put Vernon, uh, Vernon Davis right here on stupidity. It's also exciting, Stu Gatz, and we'll get to Harvard in a second, because, I mean... We have some guests joining us for this Vernon Davis interview that are not normally part of Stupidity as well, which is You're exciting. Right. Yeah, like Levitard. Dan's <laughs> going to be part of this interview. Amin's going to be what? part of this interview. Yeah, yeah there's lots of yeah. lots of voices in this interview. Everybody, entire show. Everybody. No, 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 Mikey. Yeah, he's right. We got Levitard, and we got Amin. We got Chris Cody. We got Jess. The entire show was involved in this interview with Vernon Davis. No. We we told them, hey, Vernon Davis is going to be on Stupidity, and everyone's like, we're in. So, yep. you know, yep. how are we supposed to tell them no, that we don't want well, them to Well, Levitar was pissed that the show, the big show, the main show, passed on Vernon Davis. He wanted to be a part of it, so we let him yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to Harvard, Harvard. for a second. <laughs> well, you were just, I, you know, I sit down, and you and Mikey are talking about Harvard and how Harvard's on someone's resume and how they're so, that's such a strong resume and all this stuff. And I just, you know... I'm just tired of hearing about Harvard. I got to be honest with you. Like God, in the history of the world, there's more successful people that didn't go to Harvard than ones that did go to Harvard. So like enough's enough with Harvard right. already. You know what are I mean? You, like, God, you fact check that or or you just. Well, what? no, it's just pure it's math. Sheer numbers. Okay. It's sheer exactly numbers. right. Like, right. <laughs> sure. The percentage of people that go to Harvard are probably more successful than people that didn't. However, right. just it's a numbers game. There's not there's more people in the world that didn't go to Harvard that are successful than did and are. Right. So you're saying all the other colleges combined, they have had more success stories over the history of time than Harvard. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Right. That is math. Right. You're right. Yeah. Are you wearing a Wonder Bar shirt? <laughs> I don't know what I'm wearing. I have no idea. What is? What it? do you mean you don't? Wonder what is that? Wonder what is Wharf. That? Is that a place? I, Billy, I don't know, man. The T-shirt just landed in my cabinet one day. I mean, okay. <laughs> now this is a question because I cabinet? feel like we have three people of different ages here. What is the age that clothes just start appearing for you to wear, and you're just like, I don't care, and you just put on whatever? Because <laughs> I'm not there yet. Right. I also don't get many new clothes. Like I just have like a solid rotation of the same clothes, but like we're not at the point where my wife is buying me new clothes and I'm switching out or, or I'm just like putting on whatever. Like I pretty much know where the clothes that I have have come from. Right. Uh, I would say 50. I, well, first off, there's a couple of things. Um, they're not making XLs like they used to. So I've had to transition out of XL into double XL. No, you're not. 
Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I am. They're not making XLs like they used to. Also, I've gained 20 pounds. So, I mean. <laughs> How much do you weigh? Can I ask you that? Is that a rude question? No, it's not at all. Like 180, 185. But I'm 5'8", Billy. Like, I shouldn't be that. Like, you don't weigh 185. Get out of here. You think I'm heavier? Uh, yeah. I'm not Billy. I swear to you, I'm not. It all goes to my stomach. I'm not, <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> I don't think to, people that weigh 185 aren't two XLs. That's why I'm saying like this. Something's not adding up here. It all goes to my stomach, though, man. All mm. the weight goes to my stomach. All of it. That's where it goes. And so the shirts don't fit like they used to. But anyway, 50, that- because my wife is tired of me wearing the same Dead and Company shirt. She is tired of me wearing the same. Like I wear these golf shirts. She's tired of it. So she goes to Ripple Junction. It's a great T-shirt place on amazon and she bought me a couple right. of t-shirts and these just happened to land in my uh in my drawer billy it's starting for up. me is Purple it Junction? starting for me so like it, it's it's not a whole wardrobe but like i've noticed one or two things are getting phased in and a couple of things are getting phased out yeah. like this shirt was not in my closet two weeks ago but ah. it made it there now mm-hmm. and it's a better quality shirt than i would buy so yeah. is it these shirts just kind of get snuck in like you don't even know that they're there they're just there one day yeah 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 pretty much yep pretty much yep i kind of i i don't i kind of long for that i think you know what i mean like i like the idea of just like <laughs> my clothes being updated and me doing nothing about it and knowing this is probably better than something that i will get i am bad though i, I don't know how you guys are i guess if your clothes are just kind of being replace then you're also losing inventory at the same time mm-hmm. so like i'll still do that thing with my wife and we did it like yesterday the day before we're like we're going through the clothes and she's like look you have more clothes clean and you're out of space like you need to start getting rid of stuff and then i'll just like slowly like look at like no like that yeah. has like sentimental value like no and it's shirts that i will not wear i know i won't wear most of them don't fit me anymore, but I'm like, nah, not ready to get rid of that one yet. And you're a hoarder. So does your wife do like she says to you, right? She says like, like Billy, you haven't worn this shirt in two years. Like, can we throw it out, please? I'm not a hoarder. I don't I don't think that's an accurate Billy. description. I'm prepared. I have, you know, things for every occasion. I wouldn't right. say I'm a hoarder, though. Okay, I will say, though, with T-shirts, sorry to I, have, you. I'm sorry. I have more T-shirts than I than I wear. Like I, I'm wearing this pit shirt that I that someone sent me. In exchange for like a show shirt one time, we did like a shirt swap. And I wear this shirt all the time. I have absolutely no connection to Pitt whatsoever. It's just a comfortable shirt from Homage. And they sent it to me. So like I just, you know, I wear it. I mean, Dan Marino. I love the idea. I I love the idea. So did Darrell Rivas. But I love the idea that Billy's wife has a chart. Like, nope, you haven't worn this shirt in two years. Like, she actually knows. My wife does, too. Billy, here's the thing. Your wife still, she very much cares about your children, and they're more important. When the children get older and she has nothing better to do, then she'll start replacing all your clothes, and you won't know it. I mean, that's just, that's the way it works. I'm telling you. I, I have noticed things gone missing and been told, like, no, 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 that's not, you know, what happened. And then what happens is, is that, we had to like we had to move out of the house because we had like this leak and they had to like take out the floor. So like for a time we weren't staying here. We were staying at my mother-in-law's. So like there's always like that, oh, maybe it got lost in like that period of time, or oh, maybe it's still over there. You know what I mean? Like there's a built-in excuse that we've had now for like a year of where missing things <laughs> could be. And it's unverifiable because I'm not gonna drive over there just to look for that shirt. So then I'll move on with the rest of my day. And then eventually I'll remember like, 
two months later like where is that it's like oh i think it's over there and we just kind of have the same cycle going over and over make sure you you label the things that like are untouchable like your chris sims jersey that i'm looking Correct. at behind you yeah like you got to make sure listen that you're gonna go, start to throwing honest. stuff at, that, no, i'm gonna what are you doing why are you trying to get his good graces man <laughs> you want the guy to like you but you don't yeah. it's the weirdest thing i'm fine Mikey, i have a section in my in my closet that is do not touch leave it alone do not touch i do too I put, shirts, it on the, shorts. I put it on the high shelves that she can't reach so it's safer because then it's like it's at the top of the closet and then it involves like going and getting a step stool and then climbing the step stool and going through so like I nothing made, is worth that much effort exactly right i've made it really inconvenient to get rid of so great uh before we get to vernon davis there's football tonight <laughs> Whoa. i can't I, believe it I need some help. I'm in this picks league, okay? Uh, me, Mike Ryan, Chris Cody, we're we're in this we're in this big league, a lot of money, okay? Why is it such a secret who's like in the league? I don't get it. Because the first rule of being in this league is you can't really talk about the league and who's in the league. So but you, So you just you, figured you'd do it on a podcast. Yeah, but I'm not naming names. That's the key. I'm not naming names of who's of who's in the league. You but just gave us three. Well, Mike Ryan and Chris Cody don't care. Those weren't – they don't make the rules. They don't care. We're just – we're fortunate just to be in the league, to be no, quite no, honest look, with you. They, they they are very happy to drop the names off there, and I will tell you that there are celebrities in this league because they're always bragging about when they get an email from one celebrity in particular. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to name his name. Because okay? this celebrity – has uh i guess sends like group emails but doesn't include everyone in the chain so it's kind of like oh were you on it were you not and it seems like he just like looks for last seasons and then does like a reply all you know yes. what i mean yeah yeah i i so desperately want to name one name but i can't i can't do it Th those Dems, Dems the rules, Mikey. Okay, I don't want to name uh, Eric. Osmer. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> oh my god, that's is he in it? It's such a random name. You're, you're and he just goes under one. the name Hosmer. You're safe with that one. Like, what, what's the worst thing that could happen? Eric Hosmer gets mad at you. Well, he is from down here. He may go looking for you, Stugatz. E Hosmer at hotmail.com or something he's like in, that. He's <laughs> in a football picks league. There's like, gambling's legal. There's nothing wrong with that. He's not gambling on his own sport. Is he still playing his own sport? I don't even know. Oh, I think he is. I think he is a free agent, right? He was on the Cubs. I think they he was on the Royals him. forever, obviously. Yeah, no, and then he was on the, Padres, on the Padres. And then He was on the Cubs, and then I think they released him. Eh, it says he's a free agent. Played for the Kansas City Royals, the Padres, the Red Sox. When was he on the Red Sox last year? I guess that's weird. Yeah, but anyways, the Chiefs minus four and a half. That's the first game we have to pick tonight. Chiefs minus four and a half against the Lions. Kelsey is questionable. We'll see what happens. Uh, Chris Jones likely not going to play. Everyone loves the Lions, which makes me think I want to take the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, four and a half. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs at home, going to be up seven nothing at some point. I like that. It doesn't mean they're going to cover, but I like that feeling. You know, I do. So I saw one of those. I saw one of those graphics of what Patrick Mahomes has done like the last six years or something on the first game of the season and it's always four or five touchdowns every yeah. single first game of the season so right, sold done <laughs> I, I don't know that i like the lions chances today okay. even All though right. i saw somewhere and it was like one of those like uh i think it was like on instagram it was probably like espn or something put up like the the odds to win the super bowl and the lions were like fifth or something it was like really high for the lions yeah the highest they've ever been i think uh billy before we get to uh vernon davis uh because we've talked enough about the jets on god bless football lord knows uh but the what i have found out 
in doing God Bless Football this week and speaking to Sims and speaking to Golick is everyone seems to think the Dolphins have one of the two or three most talented rosters top to bottom in the NFL. Does that make you nervous? <laughs> um, I mean, no. But like everyone's it, hyping them up, Billy. It all comes down to Tua. Like, and I think everybody knows that. So it's kind of like it's impossible to predict because it's all about his health and can he stay healthy and can he take the hits and can he take the falls? And like he's doing the roles that he practiced doing, but we'll see once the games start. He just – we've been talking about this like off-air – in the office, um, which I know no one cares about. But with Tua, it's almost like you don't need him to do – you don't need for him to do too much, if that makes sense, right? Yes. And, like, that's where he gets in trouble is when he tries to extend plays or he tries to make things happen that aren't there. Like, it with the talent he has around him, Tua can be a game manager and be perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Don't do too much. Just rely on your skill players. And don't get hurt. If the play's not there, throw it away. Don't get hit. Take don't a knee. do any of that. Right. Well, I don't know about take a knee, but don't do any of that stuff. Just throw the ball away if the play's just not there. Just go down is what I'm saying. It, go down, yeah, throw the just, ball away. Whatever. Don't even go down. Just throw it. At, just throw live it to throw the, another day. Yes. Throw it into the 15th row yeah. if you have to. It doesn't matter. Just but, don't try to make things happen that aren't there, and they should be fine with the players that they have. Billy, sometimes, though, when he's trying to extend plays and extends plays, that's sometimes that's when the big plays happen. Like, he's really good at it sometimes. That's when you know? Tyreek Hill gets open. That's what Ty- yes, he gives, he gives he gives Tyreek and Waddle time to get open, you know? Yeah, but he that's also when he gets hurt is when I know. Like, or when he like forces a throw that's not there. Like he you can be a game manager with these pieces, I think, and be perfectly fine also and get paid, which is like the thing with him, too. Right. Because he is looking for his contract. He doesn't have it yet. So you do wonder, is this going to be something that's in the back of his head where he's going to try to make too many things happen to get that contract? But I think that if he just does what he needs to do, the numbers will be there. Like he'll have the completion percentage. He'll have the yards because he just has to throw it a little bit and his guys will run. So I think he just needs to not overthink things and make things happen that aren't there. And then the Dolphins will be fine. But who knows? We'll see. What a weird world we're in where the Dolphins and Jets have these enormous expectations. It's, <laughs> and they're in the same division as Bill I Belichick. I don't like I, I I feel like just because of the fact that things go the way like I'm not getting up and saying the Dolphins are gonna make the Super Bowl. Like I would be But so you know they surprised. could, Billy. They're good enough to I don't though. I because something always happens, like similar <laughs> to like you with the Jets, like if I ask you right now, do you actually have expectations of the Jets to go to the Super Bowl? Or do you know in the back of your head, like, something always goes wrong? Um, I have the expectation the Jets are going to be really good. They just happen to play in a really tricky and difficult conference. If they were in the NFC, I would say the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. I'm serious. Yeah. I would. But that conference, the Dolphins, for, forget about the conference, their division. I mean, it's ridiculous. The Bills and Dolphins, it's tough. So uh, to answer your question, NFC, yes, I would say they're going to the Super Bowl. AFC, I'm not so certain. But I know they'll be good. I know they'll be good. They'll be competitive. Mikey? They should be. I, I, I'm with Stu. I mean, they could be they could be the seventh seed and be better than all but one team in the NFC. Like, it's – yeah, it, it's it's really difficult to put such expectations with such, uh, you know, good teams in the conference. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, the Bengals, the Ravens. The I just need the playoff draft to be over. I need not to be the That's answer it. to that trivia question. Yes, I need that trivia question to be over 
They made the playoffs this year. That's what I that's that's what I need to happen. Yeah. I have an annoying question for you guys. Okay. What do we think Brock Purdy is going to be this year? Because no I drafted idea. him in fantasy. I know no one cares about that. It's a good question. I, I, I listen. They got rid of Trey Lance. Um, Sam Darnold's their number two. He clearly believes in Brock Purdy. I want to say Kyle Shanahan knows quarterbacks as as well as anyone. But look what happened with Trey Lance, and he couldn't develop Trey Lance. I don't care if he was forced into taking Trey Lance. It's his job to develop the guy. Once they take him, he didn't do it. Um, I am not sold on Brock Purdy. I, I know everyone loves San Francisco, but that's why, Billy, Brock Purdy in that conference with that roster, everyone feels like San Francisco could get to a Super Bowl. Uh, that's why I say if the Jets were in that roster or, or in that conference, the Jets would make the Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers is slightly better than Brock Purdy. So. Well, he's my backup. So he's. Th- this is in case something happens to Jalen Hurts. So, like, I'm, I'm – oh, I also got Austin Eckler. I was so excited just oh, because wow. – yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be back with us on God Bless Football. Tell my wow. friend that we have I have him on my team. Yeah, he's gonna be very, very excited. excited. Uh, if you have, uh, who do you have? Who was your quarterback? Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. I, I hope to never play Brock Purdy. <laughs> Don't worry about if you're playing Brock Purdy, you're in trouble. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's get to uh, let's get to Vernon Davis here. I'm excited about this. This is one of the all time great athletes, one of the all time great tight ends, and as Billy pointed out earlier. We are joined with people and by voices that you don't normally hear on Stupidity. Lebitard, Chris Cody, the entire shipping container, they will join us for this interview uh, with Vernon Davis. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Stugatz is delighted by the business of college football and Caleb Williams, the report that if he doesn't like the team that drafts him, he'll just go back to USC and be paid more there. It is an excellent leverage point that Caleb Williams has that previous incarnations of college football players didn't exactly have. He has said, I've always been able to choose the team I want to play for. That's not going to change. <laughs> I told you the other day that Tua's kid brother was offered more by SEC schools than three or four quarterbacks who were playing in the league, like Kyle Trask and Ritter. Uh, anyway, let's uh, segue here as football opens this season to Vernus, uh, Vernon Davis. He is a, a two-time Pro Bowler. I believe he led the league in touchdown receptions at one point. He's also, Stugatz, quiet as it's kept, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl champion. Yes. Uh, you love those around here. So in honor of Vernon Davis, we have the top five University of Maryland football players of all time. Are you ready, Stugatz? I am ready, Dan. I've been waiting for this my entire life. All I right. Mean, he is a big man, a menacing man. I suggest is. that he be on this list. Number five, Stugatz. Neil O'Donnell. 
<laughs> old school. Number four. Randy White's. More old school. Number three. Stefan Diggs. Number two. Vernon Davis. Number one. Boomer Esiason. Uh. Boom. No, uh, no Sean Merriman. No Dominique Foxworth. Excellent work, uh, no Chris mojo. Cody. No mojo. Yeah. Uh, Vernon, what do you think of that list? He agrees. I think it's a great list. Uh, maybe I should be number five because those are some good guys you call. Boom. Okay. Those guys so are great he's, players. He's, he's putting Vernon, you're better than Neil O'Donnell. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, top five Vernons oh, of all time. Yes, are you ready? Happen to have it here. Uh, yes. number, number five, Stu Gods. Vernon Maxwell. Number four. Vernon Wells. Mount Vernon, New York. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Vernon Davis. <laughs> Number one. Vern Lundquist. <laughs> uh, no one calls you Vern, correct? Or do they call you Vern? Yeah, they call me Vern. Are we still making Verns? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, do, have, do you meet a lot of other Verns? Uh, not really. Uh, I am uh, curious if you could walk us through, Vernon, because I did not realize. It was obvious from watching you play. It was obvious how physically strong you were. But I was not aware of the numbers that I read when it came to your weight room proficiencies. So the thing that you would do in the weight room that would floor your teammates would be what? Things I would do in the weight room to floor my teammates. Probably, I don't know, maybe throw up 400 pounds on the bench press. Damn. Well, uh, no, well, in Maryland, you set the record. It was 460 at the bench, 380 on the power clean, uh, 824 on the index, and 685 wow. on the squat. You're wowing your own numbers? Yeah, right now, because I can't do that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you're impressed with yourself. I think you knew those numbers. Did you not? No. No, I did not. Oh, huh. Did you know that you set those records at Maryland? Was that when you were at your strongest? Or I imagine you got to the league and got even stronger, correct? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would say so. It was more, once you make it to the NFL, it's more about um, just the details and techniques, technique of everything. Uh, it becomes more of a, you know, a thinking game rather than just trying to get, get strong. Can you give us a guy, though, somewhere around the league, either in your locker room or that you played against, whose strength was something that even you found formidable? Yeah, I'm about to say Larry Allen. Everyone yep. says Larry Allen. Uh, what is good reason. What, what is happening there, though? There are a lot of football <laughs> players who have played football. Larry Allen, what is happening there that he is so clearly stronger than everybody else? <laughs> well, if you do some research, he was like the strongest man at one point when they were – when they had the Pro Bowl and they had all the events that were going on, he was he was just throwing up weight left and right. He's just uh, pound for pound. He's like the strongest man um, ever. <laughs> Put it on the poll, uh, please. Right. Juju right. at Levitard Show. Pound for pound is Larry Allen, the strongest human being ever. <laughs> Do you remember playing with Dominique Foxworth at Maryland? Yeah, yeah. I love Dominique. He's amazing. 
Uh, do you remember? Do you remember fighting with him because uh, somebody got blindsided? Uh, and reports are that he alleges that he was defending another teammate uh, that you had hit earlier in the practice. It was your sophomore year when he was a senior. Apparently, in some off-season practice, he felt like he needed to defend a guy, and he blindsided you, and there was something. I do not remember that. Thing. Apparently, it wasn't that yeah, you know, a blip on your radar? Uh, and it's a fly around an elephant's tail. Like, let's be serious here. What are we, what are we Actually, talking? You know what? It's coming back to my mind. I do remember. What happened? I don't know. It happened so fast. He just blindsided me. <laughs> was it? Was he? Were you in the wrong, or was he in the wrong? I think I was in the wrong. Yeah. Especially during that time, I did a lot of young and dumb things. Well, you famously, I, I, what part of this is true and what part of this is not true? You famously met a crossroads in Coach Mike Singletary, correct? I mean, this is the way the legend goes, where you feel like there was some learning done on how to be a professional right there? Yeah, I, yeah at that moment when I was sent to the locker room, I, I felt like um, it was all worth it. I felt like he did a great job as far as letting the team know that he wasn't going to take anyone lightly. And after the fact, it was a, it was a great learning experience for me as well as those who were looking up to me. And it, it was a way for me to be able to change the narrative and become the leader that the team needed. You guys won the championship with the Broncos. Do you still talk with your teammates about how that defense made Osweiler $50 million? <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't. We don't really bring that up. Uh, we just when we when I talk to guys, we just talk about like winning and that day, what it felt like to be able to win a championship. But we don't discuss the money that uh, Osweiler was able to make. It makes you angry, doesn't it? No, he just said that they don't discuss it. Well, because it makes him angry. Uh, listen, <laughs> Billy asked a very good question before the show, Vernon. The season is a day away. Why is Travis Kelsey practicing two days before the regular season opener? What are we doing? Yeah, you know what? Uh, two days, I don't know. Um, I, I know he got he was banged up a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, with a guy like Travis Kelsey, it doesn't matter. He's... He's very knowledgeable of the game. He's a he's a veteran. He knows how to go out there and play. So um, I'm sure even though he had limited time and practice with the guys, he's still able to go out there and be mentally sharp. And that's what they that's why they love him. That's why they, they paid him. And that's why they believe in him. Vern, you're here with us on behalf of Smirnoff Vodka. What is your favorite vodka based drink? Come on, man. Smirnoff 21. Come on, man. Uh, what, what's wrong what are we with mixing you? it with? Why, why would, you, the, why would yeah. you not know that off the top of your head? <laughs> what are you mixing it with? Yeah, or are you just going straight off the rocks? No, I mean, I, sometimes I mix it with a with a variety. I mean, look, I'm a cranberry guy. Okay. I'm a cranberry guy, and I, I love adding cranberry to my cocktails. Sometimes I drink it straight, you know, with a little few ice cubes in there, just sitting back. Can you imagine sitting by the fire and looking at football, especially – Looking at week one, because oh. that's what that's what it's all about right now. It's about week one. Yeah, I mean, he went sort of sultry there the with fire. football, yeah. didn't he? There was, a, there was a yeah. fire. Uh, there, was a, there, was a, and there was a romantic undercurrent and with yeah. football. Bearskin rug. There is a bearskin <laughs> rug. Uh, Vernon, thank you for being on with us, sir. We appreciate the time. Okay, you're welcome. No problem. How'd that go, Billy? Good. I like them. I like them. 
Yeah. I, I like Vernon. Nice guy. Yeah. yeah super nice guy. Yeah. How do you feel about vodka? I love vodka. I mean, I like yeah. gin better, but I like vodka too. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, Mikey you a gin or a vodka guy? Vodka. Mm. Oh, really? Vodka. Straight? No. I don't no. do anything straight but bourbon. What do you What do you drink it with? What's your uh, vodka your... soda and lime? Really? Oh, okay. I like a vodka cran. Hmm. Sure. How about you, Billy? If I'm feeling frisky. Uh. Frisky. I, I, I you know. I like rum, actually. Like I'm, a, I'm a rum and Thanks. coke guy. I know it wasn't the question of vodka. <laughs> yes, yeah, vodka, like vodka, gin, rum. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know. Vernon Davis looks like he'd be a top ten tight end in the NFL today. Like <laughs> he's, yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Emergency tight end for the Dolphins or Jets? Eight games in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Vodka. Vodka. Run. Stupidity. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.